We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to the sixth episode. Seventh. 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 My mistake. It's one more than games we've played. Oh, that's right. We started before week one. So welcome to the seventh episode of the Golden Bears podcast, the Bearcast. Sturdy Golden Bearcast. (laughs) I'm trying to sell that name. Yeah. The Sturdy Golden Bear podcast. Wow, that's a mouthful. That is One of them. That is now on iTunes. Yes, we've uh, uh, successfully made the prayers to the Apple gods. We found like a piece of Bill Gates's hair. We're in the real no. time. We're we're in the big game, Trace. I mean, you can look us up now. Yeah. And you can find us. Yeah. And you can subscribe to us. We're prolific. <laughs> we're trailblazing, eyebrow raising, just like The Rock. I will say, we are the only Cal podcast on iTunes. Yes. We are in an in a very small market. <laughs> yes, we are. So, but we're standing out from that small market. And we're we, distinguishing ourselves. We will stay there as that, long as we can, unless Apple or iTunes decides to kick us out. Yeah, we'll try not to make that happen. We've had we've been made to go family friendly yeah. because of that. Yeah, me and Trace had to go over the uh, rules and regulations of the iTunes uh, podcast uh, and what we're allowed to say, what we're not allowed to say, and um, so on and so forth. So we will try to stay within those regulations and, as much as we possibly can. And unlike what we both probably did last night watching the game, there will be no swearing. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Last night was. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, so let's move on. Uh, I guess to just basically the first thing is first, uh, just the college football landscape uh, yesterday. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, no real major upsets, I don't think. Um, Kansas State almost pulled that one out. Yeah, he, yeah. So I think the big news lines that I'll read to you is um, Ohio State – Back to three quarterbacks. All three of them played quarterback at some point yesterday. So that conundrum is back in Urban Meyer's head. Um, the next one, TCU barely scraped by Kansas State. Yeah, that was very, very high-scoring matchup. Trevon Boykin is just incredible. Yeah. Some of the runs that guy makes, he's a little like Mariota. Yeah, which with less accuracy, I think. I know, yeah, I he's not as accurate. Yeah. Mariota's still insane. Yeah. But, yeah. And then, of course, Michigan State almost loses to Rutgers. Um, Butkers. Can we call them that? I'm calling them that. Butkers? Yes, where football was invented. And because they're terrible, they're Butkers. (laughs) All right. uh, And then uh, Michigan blanks Northwestern. Some very secretive bloggers over there in Michigan (laughs) that killed Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, And then also uh, Georgia upset by Tennessee. Um, and then I can't make any jokes about that. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You really can't. Um, well, I mean, well, no chub. Yeah, there so. you go. There you go. Um, let's not go any further than that. <laughs> yeah, let's let's stop it right there. And last, oh boy, Texas beats Oklahoma, number ten Oklahoma. And now, Cal fans, we can root for Texas. <laughs> Everything they do from here on is great. beneficial to us. Yeah. They, uh, I read something. They have a thing that they do every year with the Texas and Oklahoma student newspapers is that they exchange editorials. And I read the Texas one towards Oklahoma, and it's just a whole – an excuse to bash the heck out of them. And one of the lines was, you won't be this embarrassed after we beat you since 
it will be as embarrassing as when your parents told other people where you were going to college. It's <laughs> oh. a great line. Kudos to you, Texas newspaper people. Oh, Lord. Keep winning. Make us look good. Please do. I mean... I like Hurd. He runs fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Amongst yeah. other things yeah. that he does well. Yeah. I mean, we saw that firsthand, right? Yep. Um, turned into Vince Young light. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that for a second. I mean, we'll talk about the other Pac-12 games later, but, I mean, just to start off, with Washington, with Washington beating USC, with Washington State beating Oregon, um, and, and Texas beating Oklahoma, and yet us losing just by six to Utah, which we will talk about, but we did not Could have move. been a contender. Yeah. We didn't move in the rankings. No. We, I mean, granted, we dropped one in it's the what AP. what you call a quality loss. <laughs> I mean, we're unfamiliar with the term over here on the West Coast. I think quali- quality loss and also moral victory. Moral victory is what you say <laughs> when you're 1 in 10 and you only lose by 6 to the number one team in the country. There you go. This was not a moral victory. This no. was a quality loss. It it hurts a lot, lot more than a moral victory. Yeah. It's just we, hurt your feelings. Because we could have won. That's that's the I think yes. the, the pinnacle could of this have. is that we were so very close. close. Very, very close. Close but no cigar, as they say. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. Oh, also, uh, actually, no, what? You know what? I'll save that bit of news for the the very end of the podcast. It's it's exciting news for the podcast um, with a, a particular guest that might be appearing in our show. So we'll, we'll save that. We'll at, you know. see if we can get him. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about him at the end. Um, but let's move on. Uh, so Cal, oh, last night, primetime ESPN college game day was in Salt Lake city. Um, uh, I hesitate to call oh. it primetime cause it started at about 10 20 on the East coast. That is true, but it was the last game on ESPN. So yes. in my, in my mind, college I think that's prime time. finale. There you go. There you go. Um, Cal at number five, number 23, California at number five, Utah. Cal loses by six, 30 to 24. Jared Goff throws five interceptions. Oh, For the record, he had four before the game in the first five games. Yep. Uh, this is, I'm, I, I'm not, I, I didn't, uh, check this, but I believe that is a Cal record. For interceptions in a game? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, by a quarterback. Um, so, hey, another record set. So, there's that. You win some, you lose some, you throw some away. Yeah. So. Uh, also, our defense forced three turnovers. On a um, Utah team that had only committed four so far in the season. Yeah, so we actually, I mean, are, I mean, I don't even know where to begin, but um, should, we, should we start with our offense? Uh, why not? Yeah, Utah let's just get it over just, with. The bad news first. Yeah, Utah is very, very good. Uh, their cornerback, Dominic Hatfield, who uh, he originally was kicked off the team this summer, but he was reinstated before the game, or not before this game, but before the season, is an enormous talent. Same with uh, Jared Norris, who's an uh, it's Bednarik. Award finalist for yeah. the best linebacker in the country. He's good. They have a well, especially with Scooby Wright being out now too. I think. Yeah, he's the if, he's if the Utah class. keeps yeah if Utah keeps winning, I think Jared Norris wins that award. Yeah, um, they got a bunch of different guys who played well. Uh, it's going to be um, a few difficult names to pronounce here: Filippo Mokofisi, uh, Pita Taumopenu, and Kylie Fitz. <laughs> That one's not that difficult. Okay, that, one's, that one's the easiest one. Each of those guys got a sack, and we're just raising hell in the backfield. I mean, I mean, our, I will say this. We talked about this last week. Is our our own line needed to make adjustments going into this game? Only they, three sacks isn't too bad. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I want to focus on at least for this part is or right now is they they uh I don't, they tidied up. Pretty well. Um, Sometimes, yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't got, say the he had whole a game. A lot of pressure on him, which at least forced one or two of the interceptions. Yeah, I the mean, last one especially. I mean, he only got sacked three times compared to, yeah. you know, the prior he, game. So, Goff has got some great feet, though. Yeah, that's that's going to be high on the list for NFL people who are looking at him, but. Yeah, I mean, there was one particular play with Goff where he rolled out of, uh, I think, number 90 for Utah was yeah. basically on to him. 
Tuiko uh, Lovato. Yeah, I think that he was on him. He just jumped straight into Goff's face, but he just rolled off his back shoulder. Yeah, um, Arthur Hammer ninety eight. Yeah, and just threw a dart to I think that was Kenny, and he just kind of yeah. he tripped, um, so he didn't get the touchdown. But I mean, that was amazing. But can we talk about the interceptions, Trace? I I don't know. I've I, tried to block them out. <laughs> So two, I will, one will be put squarely on Kenny Lawler because he was wide open and the ball fell right into the safety's arms. And he decided to play a hot potato with it for a split second. The second one shouldn't have been an interception because it hit the ground, but good play to tip it. Good play for uh, Fitz to catch it. Or, I mean, that was a great... Or he tipped I, it, I think. So I, I mean, can't find it. I think it was Norris who tipped it. It was Norris who tipped it, and I think it was... Uh, Paul, who intercepted. Yeah, it was Gianni Paul. Yeah. Another great linebacker there. They have some good freaking defensive players. Yeah. And uh, Tevin Carter, he was he led them in tackles. He's a former Cal receiver commit. Yep. Who uh, got washed out at some point and resurfaced to Utah with Kalen Clay. Um, yeah, so what What do you think it was? Was it... Was it the yips? Was it, uh, was it, was I, it just combination of pressure? Utah's defense very good. Just some. There are a few forced throws. There's a point mentally that you get to where you're like, okay, I have to do something now, where you can tend to force it and just go over the top with everything you do. And I think he had that problem yesterday. What about that Bryce Treggs interception? Uh, the the one where he threw. It looked like it was the same play that they ran last week to give Bryce Treggs that touchdown on that seam route right in between yeah. the two deep safeties. He severely underthrew that route. Severely. It was either he underthrew Treggs or he overthrew Powell. I'm. I think the ball. I think that should have gone to or was going to Powell, but he just got caught between the two guys and just the body didn't match the brain. So you just kind of just, yeah. Because when you, I mean, you think about it, all the, a lot of the announcers talked about how Goff has ran routes in the offseason with his receivers and everything. And there's the whole, uh, the outliers principle, the Malcolm Gladwell book, yeah. where it's the 10,000 hours of practicing something. He's probably, he's up to a lot of hours, I will say by yeah. now. He's not quite to the 10,000 mark, but he's up there. And once he gets there, it's going to be something but until then, you're still going to have some brain farts. And I think that was one of them. So let me just ask you one more last question about Jerk Off. Then, then what, what do we say to the doubters? What do we say to the guys that say he can't perform on a big stage? I mean, this, this game, I'm, in terms of you know, being on a national stage, this one was a big one. I mean, the Texas one was big, too. But this one was on a whole new level, being yeah. two ranked opponents. Well... <laughs> Every quarterback's going to make mistakes. Peyton Manning has had his fair share of bad games. Brett Favre is the NFL leader in interceptions for a career. And Tom Brady has, well, he's gotten beaten by the Giants twice in the Super Bowl. So, good job, Eli. (laughs) But the thing about it is just getting knocked down all the time, throwing five interceptions, which is that's got to hurt when you know that you're the guy and you're going to be held accountable for everything. Yeah, no matter how much of a strong mentality you have, and it's got to And coming back in that last drive and just barely missing out on a just having the game-winning drive, which it's, it's not fun, but it's understandable. And he's got some toughness, which I think a lot of people will like. I think what a lot of people also don't understand is this this loss is a learning experience for this team. I think, you know, people are going to say, well, they they lost a crap ton the last two seasons. What are you talking about? They're going to learn from – no, no, no. Losing, losing by 45 is different from losing on a game-winning drive and losing only by six to a top-five team. Yes. Like staying in the game all the way to the end. This is a learning experience about how to close out a game and how yeah. to make a comeback. And I think our team, at least for this this week, that's it's gonna it's, this is gonna light a fire under them. I think. Yeah, and then we got a bye. Yeah, gonna rest. Uh, get a few guys healed up. Uh, Demarie Drew is one that I'd say specifically needs yeah. to heal up. Please. And I mean, our defense is something we've relied on. We can move to that now. Yeah, we and can say they're not they're not serviceable. It's not just a fluke anymore. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> Our defense is good. Yeah, we 
caused three turnovers, which Utah had four up to that point. That brings us to 21, which yeah. I think still leads FPS. We still do. That's a little asterisk. Still yeah. FBS leading turnover defense. Yeah, we only had one sack and a cu- only a few tackles for loss because Devontae Booker, man, you cannot say enough about that guy. Oh, Lord. I mean, just look at his stat line. 34 rushing attempts, 222 uh, yards. The crazier po- you want me to read the crazier stat about his running is that he gained 222. He did not lose a he single yard. He did not yard. get stocked behind the line of scrimmage. Utah Which, has some great offensive linemen, but he Lord. he turned a bunch of one-yard gains into four-yard gains. It was like a Madden glitch where you see him enter a it's, pile and you think he's about to go down, but all of a sudden he's out on the other end and he's off to the races. <laughs> I have a line about it, but I'm not sure I'm allowed to say it with the new <laughs> regulations and guidelines. But it's a very happy dream for offensive line coaches yeah. and running back coaches everywhere who love to pound the rock. Oh, and I mean, we got a sack. Yeah. I, I You know what? I, that was tough. Watching the game, I think we would have had about three. It's just Wilson just got his feet out, and he you know he just threw one away or started whatnot. running. Yeah, or started one running. of them was a trick, uh, trick play yep. where the, what's his name, Britton Covey yep. got the reverse and was going to throw it, but Cragen got to him. Yeah, yeah. Which, impressive night from Kyle Cragen. Led the team with 14 tackles, a sack, a couple tackles for loss, just continues to be the breakout player there. And uh, one guy that I've seen improve just tenfold over this offseason is Cameron Walker. Oh, Lord, yes. Great open field tackling, just gets to the ball, gets down. He's not the biggest guy, so he's going to have to cut the tree on most guys. Yeah. I mean, Cameron, don't take if you're listening to this, don't take this as an offense, but I will say this. He is a confidence guy. Yeah. you he When he plays with confidence, he's... He's as the best player he can possibly be. Mm-hmm. But when he starts missing a tackle, his confidence dips and his form dips as well. Yeah. And But right now, he's outstanding. Right and high. <laughs> I mean, I think our entire DB and, and safety core yeah. is just outstanding. Yeah, and even guys like uh, Trey Turner, who had an interception, stepping oh. up. <laughs> that pick, I Trey, I, I'm going to say this, that pick that was... was- that was awesome. That was a ball hawk. Just no, that wasn't luck. That was one hundred percent skill. Yeah, to get there, to get that pick. To Wilson to did him. throw it behind him a little bit, but you take advantage of plays like that. Yeah, you That's, read it and you you get it. Read and react. Yeah. Closing speed. Whew. Ramming and, speed. <laughs> speed kills. Yeah, which we did. Um, so yeah, I I tip my hat off to that Utah team. I mean, they, they're very good. Yeah, I mean that final drive. You look like we sucked the life out of Utah a little bit, um, but that but final play. Um, <laughs> they got it. I turned my TV off. Yep. I went and played Pokemon. It was a good time. <laughs> you know, I and I talked to some of the guys I was watching the game with, and I was like, would you rather have this or would you rather have the Arizona loss from last year? And this, I uh, this, take this a million times, a million times before over. I take another freaking Hail Mary. Yeah. So the love of all that is holy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Um, and we're back. Yeah, and we're back. Can we? Can I ask you one more thing? Yeah, of course. Why? That's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> About the special teams. The, the special teams unit for Utah was so highly touted going yeah. into this game, and we only saw them pull out, I think one. One trick play, right? Well, it was, and yeah. it was the one trick play that didn't even work because, because they had they a guy offside for a false start. A false start, yeah. So, I mean, what do you think was their mentality? I mean, they, they did it so much work to perfection last week against Oregon. I think they could have. We're a little more disciplined than Oregon, which feels strange to say yeah. right now. But we just been working on special teams, which is nice. It's been much needed. We it's. It's shown. Matt Anderson kicked a few out of the back of the end zone. So, yep, yep. And Matt Anderson also. He also missed a field goal. Yeah. Because he shanked it, even though it was straight on. But we're not going to dwell on that because dwelling in the past is bad. But we, what we did get to see, one of my favorite plays, was the Harry Adolphus punt, where he lined up behind Goff and he boomed it 57 yards. This is not a simulcast, so you probably can't see my head nodding, but I'm I'm nodding my head the heck out of my head. Yeah. 
is beautiful. Oh, yeah. And me and Trace were talking about this before the podcast started, but if you have the chance to rewatch the game, just 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 rewatch that punt sequence because and watch Harry Adolphus because he punts it away and the Utah Utah returner fair catches it. But the fact was Harry Adolphus was right there. He was about to lay him out. Yeah. Our punter was about yeah. to be the first man to lay out the receiver? Wait, what? Our punter's one tough son of a gun. Yeah. So uh, so I mean I was at this at the screen I was screaming for Queen and Country Harry, so yeah. the entire time. So hats off to Harry Adolphus. I mean he after that first punt, they showed him on the sideline. He, he was smiling, looked like he enjoyed himself. It was, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah, we countered their Australian punter with his superior, the British punter. Exactly. Haha, <laughs> take that colony. Exactly. <laughs> it's a penal colony. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, well, we probably shouldn't say that because we're going down there next year for football. Yeah, uh, yeah. Please be nice to us. Um, all right, so Trace, what. You know, I guess we'll talk about this because we don't have a matchup to talk about next week uh, because we are on a bye. We're playing the fearsome bye. <laughs> they have some good offense and alcoholism and loneliness. Aren't they undefeated? Yes. <laughs> undefeated, untied. They also haven't won a game. but yeah. I don't think they're independent, too. <laughs> yeah. They're getting that Notre Dame money from TV. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so let's just, let's just wrap this up with... Exclusive uh, deal with PBS. Reading Rainbow? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Gotta love LaFar Burton. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jordy LaForge. Let's just end with this. Our players of the game for this. Uh, Well, um, this is tough, honestly. I'm going to give this one to Kyle Cragen. Yep. Just tackles, lots of tackles. Kept us in it. Made as many plays as I've seen him make. He looked gassed at the end, so... I'll give it to him. Who do you think? Uh, you know what? At, at this point, mine's a, mine's a toss-up. I think Cragen as well, but I'm going to go defense as well, and I'm going to say DeMarie Drew. I think he it, when he was on the field, he basically sealed off that top as a safety. And Yeah, that's what when, you need. When yeah, and when he wasn't there, it was you You could tell that there was a gap there, and Pyatt was not 100%. Yeah, and we still um, need some work at the linebacking spots. Yeah. Hardy has been like a half step too slow on yeah. a lot of things. Oh, and you know what? I'm, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to add this on to you. There was that one play where Wilson and Devontae Booker was winning a side-by-side uh, a pitch option. And yeah. um, you saw Barton or uh, Jalen pick up uh, Wilson, and then Hardy was picking up Devontae Booker. But Hardy took that he took that one step mistake. He stutter stepped inward towards Wilson. Yeah, he and can't he, take the bad angle. Yeah, and he just they they pitched it to Booker, and he was he was off for the first down. And I I just sat there going, oh, man, that uh, it was one step. It was literally one step, and we could have had another three and out. So, <sighs> all right, we will. Well, leave we've always got the next one. We do, and that's that's the funny part that we I can't still can't get over is that we can say that. Yeah. <laughs> It's and, not over? Yeah. I'll be at that game, people. So if you want to look for me, just let me know. In L.A.? Yeah. On a Thursday night? Yeah. <sighs> All right. Let's, um, let's move on to the other Pac-12 games for this week. Uh, let's start with, uh, I mean, since we have no guests today, we'll just do a rip out, whip around amongst ourselves. Yeah. So Thursday That's night, nice. Thursday night, Trace, uh, Washington visits number, at the time, number 17 USC, beats them 17 to 12. Ah, Sark After Dark is in full effect. (laughs) It was just... God, you get beaten on essentially a Chris Peterson trick play, which you should know is coming by now because that's what he's known for. I mean, everybody... I've personally watched that video of the uh, Boise State-Oklahoma Fiesta Bowl at least 20 times, and they'll pull out something every single game, and that was a well-executed wide receiver pass. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to say about this game other than I. Am I allowed to say this? Um, I'm pretty sure Sark had a, a high, a high uh, bar bill that yeah. night. Bar <laughs> um, tab. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Um, also, USC could run the ball pretty much at will, and then they went to the pass, and they got destroyed because Washington has a great pass rush. Yeah. So Azim Victor in particular, I like that guy, even though he got ejected for. Uh, targeting call that should not have been targeting. Yeah. So, 
And you know what? Next to this game, let's put a little asterisk one. Thank you, Washington, for winning. It boosts our strength of schedule. Yes, thank you. You're making us look good. Yeah. Next one. I like that. (laughs) Next one uh, moves on to Saturday. Uh, Oregon State at Arizona. Oregon State loses seven, uh, or Arizona wins 44 to seven. Yeah, the uh, Oregon State lost Seth Collins for a little while in there. Yeah. And they're, they're just not that good yet. Yeah. It's going to be a while for them to build back up and oddly enough the team that mike riley went to is suffering as well so no better no worse same old same old yeah they could be a lot better they they couldn't be too much worse yeah i mean they were a lot better last year yeah uh all right and then oh god this was the game right before ours uh the final in overtime. Overtime. Double overtime. That's right, actually. Double overtime. Washington State beats Oregon at Oregon? Yep. <laughs> in Autzen. Pac-12 road voodoo, which we didn't have. 45-38. to 38. Yep. They, uh, there's no other way to say this, but Oregon cooked it. Yep. They, uh, they were playing Mike Leach's pirate team of destiny, so... All you people in Pullman who probably don't listen to this, take a shot of Fireball for the cause. Let me is I, I want to look this up later, but is it um, is it week six that we played Washington State last year? Uh, maybe. Because if that's the case, five or six. Because if that's the case, Luke Falk far, uh, channeled his inner Connor Holiday. Threw five touchdowns in 505 yards. He threw like 75 passes, though, or something <laughs> like that, which is nuts. I remember I was watching this game, and at halftime, he had 40 passes thrown, and I'm thinking, okay, if he keeps on with this, he's going to have 80 by the end of the game. Well, I mean, I'm looking at this he right now. He almost did. He did. I'm looking at this right now. He threw he threw 50 completions on 74 attempts. <laughs> That's it's incredible. like 67%. That's pretty good. That's incredible. Good job, Luke. I can't believe his shoulder didn't blow out. No, the volcano does not quit. <laughs> Is that, are you pushing for that one? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Made that up last week, and I forgot to use it. <laughs> you got to tell me these things if you're going to make up new nicknames, because i got to yeah. help you push these. We're on the same show. It's the volcano. <laughs> the volcano. Okay, okay. Um, and then also, the final game. The volcano runs to the river. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. There we go. There we go. That guy's made out of freaking adamantium or something, too. <laughs> And it was on the marks. Yes. There we go. There we go. There we go. Got nothing for you, Dom Williams. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, The domino effect? Uh, A stretch. It was a stretch. All right, I'm going to move on. He doesn't need a nickname. I'm going to move on before I embarrass myself He needs like a symbol, like Prince. (laughs) Like a delta sign or something like that? (laughs) Triangle, like the old diamond cutter with Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. DDP. All right. Great uh, yoga program. <laughs> All right. The final game of the day, Colorado at Arizona State. Arizona State wins 48-23. to I didn't watch this at all, so I can't say much. Well, let me just give you the basics. Berkovici threw five touchdowns. Um, Sefalufa threw for 389 yards and one touchdown. DJ Foster had five carries for 80 yards. <laughs> that should tell you something. And uh, Tim White had uh, for ASU had seven receptions for 144 yards and two touchdowns. Is Tim White Tim Brown's, like, cousin or something <laughs> okay that was maybe not the best joke but <laughs> it's still fun anyhow good job asu yeah i mean coming back from i think they're they're getting back on track up um, upswing upswing yeah, upswing upswing it is um so yeah uh there are and then let's go over the the other just and a preview of the pac-12 games later this week Thursday, number 18, UCLA visits number 15, Stanford. So UCLA always loses to Stanford because that's what they do, no matter if Stanford is good or bad. Like last year, I thought Kevin Hogan was out, but then he eviscerated them pretty badly. So that was a, that was a fun game to watch, actually. So what's your prediction for this one? Stanford by 20. Stanford by 20. Yeah. You don't think um, nope. the, the Pac-12 road bug comes into play here? Nope. Okay. It doesn't apply to Stanford. <laughs> Nothing applies to them. They're above the law. They're like uh, the dude in Lethal Weapon 2 and 2 and 2 is 2 is the... <laughs> and Danny Glover's not there for UCLA to oh. stop him. Oh, it's man. just been revoked. That's sad. All right. Next uh, Saturday, all the Saturday games, um, Oregon State at Washington State at 1 p.m. 
the volcano is going to explode all over Pullman and Fireball and Hard Cider. Isn't that what Mike Leach is drinking on the sideline? Uh, no, he's drinking rum. He's a pirate. I'm sorry. Yar, har, fiddle dee He's got Being the, a pirate is all right with he. He's got the Captain Mo sitting right next to him. Yeah. There it is. Um, also. Actually, the, the rum's always gone. But maybe. The rum is always gone. Next one is uh, at 430 on NBC, USC at number 14, Notre Dame. Okay, let's. It's going to be an interesting matchup. We'll see how USC rebounds or if Sark continues to hit Leach's rum barrel or whiskey barrel or whatever the hell he's got there. But anyway, a lot of people will be cheering for old Notre Dame. Touchdown Jesus will be in full effect. Is this for us? Let's say for I, I just want to stretch this because we haven't played USC yet. Do we want SC to beat Notre Dame? No. No? Okay. I don't like USC. <laughs> I want to see another coach get fired on the tarmac. This We're on tarmac alert here, people. We're on Sark tarmac alert. And then they'll bring back Ed Ogeron and correct the mistake that they made three years ago. By not hiring him. Yeah, they should have hired him. Yeah, I, I mean, get, I don't get why they didn't hire that him. That guy, he's not always the best like in-game coach, but that's why you have assistants. And he's what a great talker, a recruiter. great recruiter, great dude to just listen to. So... All right, yeah, and uh, he got so Michael Orr to Ole Miss. Little shout out blindside. to um, Avery Sebastian if you can help us out with this one. Yeah, um, that'd be great. Thanks. I used to live with him for a little while, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, keeps to himself pretty much. Good guy. All right, this is a pick. Good six. dancer. Oh, okay. That's that's something new. So a pick six and uh, you know maybe some forced fumbles. Yeah, from Avery might if help. He's us. healthy. Yeah, I think he's playing. I'm okay, sure he's that's playing. a good sign. Yeah. Um, and then the next game at 6 p.m. Uh, Arizona at Colorado. Pac-12 Roadbugs gonna bite here again. Ugh. So, Zona is this is this a matter of Pac-12 Roadbug or is it a matter of Colorado just not being good? Both. <laughs> does it have to be one or the other? I think does doesn't it? Because um, if you're bad at home, the road team most likely will win. Yeah. And ASU did, or no, they're Arizona. not ASU. They're Arizona, but they did pretty well this past weekend. And um, Solomon's back, so yeah. that's a definitely a big plus for him. Yeah, I mean they were at home, but yeah. That being said, Solomon back. If Wilson's healthy, then they'll be fine. Uh, and then the last game on Saturday, 7 p.m. on ESPN, Arizona State at number four, Utah. Make us proud, Utes. <laughs> Keep doing you. Devonte Booker's gonna run wild. Like Hulkamania once did. If if this Except game not Hulkamania anymore, we don't like him. If this game pans out like the rest of the college football world that's been happening, Arizona will will beat Utah by forty. Yeah, let's not have that. Okay, no macho madness. Yeah, just uh, Booker mania or Ber- whatnot. Berkovici, Booker T is coming for you. Berkovici, I'm counting you to make this a a fun game, but. Because I like you as a guy. Yeah. As, he's pretty. He's a pretty chill guy. He buys his O line in and out. That's a pretty standout guy thing yeah. to do. He also tried to get Shane Vereen to root for Arizona State because his brother. Uh, because Brock. Brock went to Minnesota actually. But, oh, that's right. Brock went to Minnesota. My mistake. But uh, wow. just because the Super Bowl, he tried to get him to say "Go Devils," but then Vereen was like, "No, I'm a Cal dude all the way." <laughs> so. Thank you very much. Um, but Utah by a lot. Utah by a lot. Okay, yeah. That's your call. Have, right. Their defensive backs are so good, and, they, and Arizona State has so many less receiving weapons than Cal does. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, – this is, this is the part where it gets a little bit tedious. Yeah. I'm twiddling my fingers because I don't know exactly what to talk about every week we've okay, had something so to talk about. Okay, so the bye week. Yeah. The bye week is a dangerous opponent. Because it can cause any number of things, from malaise to going out too much. If you're a Florida State player, you know what it leads to. If you go to bars and you like punching people out. What about crab legs? Uh, that's neither. That's not really a bi-week thing. Wasn't, didn't he say that somebody was hooking him up with those? Did he? Is that, is that the, the That's like what the James has said okay. since then, which I... That seems very, very plausible. Yeah, very plausible. So, 
but we'll be we'll be fine. We've got a bunch of upstanding dudes. They'll play some FIFA or some Madden or something. Yeah, I think the older guys Stay definitely home. will will take care of these yeah. the younger ones too, and just golf and Ray Hudson will go to their rooms and listen to their Luke Bryan or whatnot. Their <laughs> bro country. Someone might throw a barbecue. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Hell, I'll throw a barbecue. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> we'll make some ribs. Is this a full offer you're extending to the football team? Uh, they aren't listening to this, so maybe. You never know. You never know. They don't know where I live. They don't that's, have to. That's what you think. That's what you Yeah, there's a lot of info online, so. The internet is a dangerous place. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's just, I guess let's keep talking about our football team with this bye week then. We have, it, this is weird because we have a bye week, but I can't really say it's a full bye week because we have a short week the following week. On mm-hmm. a Thursday? It's a good 12 days between games, which yeah. is a good sign. Yeah. Um, and they have to do that anyway for Thursday games. They can't put you on a short week. Yeah. I mean, for us, it's not halfway through the season, but since the bye week is, you know, six weeks Well, actually, in, it is halfway through the season. We've played six games. We have oh, that, six yeah, games that is go. true. Yeah. So uh, this is perfect. Um, let's, let's, uh, what does our team need to work on in the second half of the season? Um, three things. First one is obvious, staying healthy. Yep. Demarie Drew keeps getting carted off. Please, which, please, Demarie, we like you on the field. Please stay safe. <laughs> please. We'll, uh, we'll pay for your ice. Or wait, that's a violation. That's a violation. We'll pretend to pay for your ice. We'll donate to the university to pay for ice. But Could it be that specific? Like a $25 check to the university for Demarie Drew's ice? For... Maybe not for his ice specifically, <laughs> but you can probably donate to ice. I have an I, I know some people in the development office who could probably answer that question. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Second thing is just watch everything we've done so far because there's just with golf, especially certain decisions that he could have made. One of the interceptions yesterday was a run pass option. Oh, if he gave, if he handed it if off he, to Enwary, it was he was gone. I thought it was Watson in at that. Was point. it Watson? I don't know. The, the, the picture was blurred to me, so I thought I read twenty three, but it might be number five. Well, you wear glasses, so. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. I just wiped my glasses. Today, okay, so. it might have been Enwary. My memory's kind of shaky on these things. But <laughs> Anyways, if he had handed it off, that would have that been, would have been a good ten yard gain because yeah. there was no one there. But on that instead, he too, yeah. decides to throw it backside, gets picked by Hatfield, and. It's not good. So just review what you've done and just get healthy, get stronger. And a third thing, um, I'm having trouble thinking of a third thing, but I know I had one. Uh, just work on kicking the ball through the uprights. Consistency, Matt Anderson. 10,000 hours, Malcolm Gladwell. I'll give you the book. I have it in my, in my bookshelf. It's a good book. Two-a-days by himself kicking 50 field goals a day. Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, they've actually, uh, Giorgio Tavecchio is uh, working with him. Which oh, really? Which is a boon for him because left-footed kicker, left-footed yeah. kicker. From pretty much the same area, too, honestly. So they, if they can get together and keep working on him, and Giorgio can keep chasing the NFL dream, which I hope he gets because he deserves it, then that'll help him out. So, yeah. Do you have anything that you think they need to work on? Uh, health. I don't know if that's something you can work on, per se, but health, definitely. Um, I also think getting... I think in terms of our depth issue, I think getting second stringers... Uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, let me rephrase this. Let's just say that I want everyone on our two deep to get to be able to play with each other. Yeah. So not just have the first string play with the first string and the second string play with the second string. Because once we have one guy out, he has to play with a whole new group of personnel that he's probably never practiced with. Oh, yeah. So um, like when Damari went out yesterday and then Pyatt came in. Granted, he's coming back from injury and he started last year. Yeah. But if he, had, if he has some practice time with the first stringers, then it's not as awkward when he gets onto the field with the other players that he has to play with. And the chemistry is somewhat there. With every other person on the field. Yeah. So I think that's a... And even with the offense as well. I think that's a big thing. One thing that they used to do during bye weeks... I don't know if they still do it. But what they used to do was uh, give all the like second and third stringers a scrimmage. Oh, wow. And the year that they did it that I remember was 2010. And 
neither of our it was a uh, Allen Bridgeford versus Austin Hinder in the quarterback matchup for that one. That'd be pretty cool. Hinder had like a fifty yard run, which was uh, probably his best moment in Cal, sadly. But no, 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 no. He he competed. He competed yeah. for that you know starting yeah. spot. No, he's so. a good dude. Yeah, but they that I felt that gave guys who hadn't really played time to step up, get some game speed, and which you don't always get. When you're sitting out as a redshirt guy for a year, may get Bowers some time throwing the ball around. So, just getting guys to compete during the bye week that would be nice. Yeah, I mean with Tur- Turner getting that pick, which yeah. obviously means he played, yeah. and also guys, um, you know, just all the freshman guys that kind of I gets in sporadically as well. So and he gets in at receiver, mm-hmm. catches punts. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, has getting... awesome hair. <laughs> Yeah, so I think just getting him in, or getting not him, but just getting guys in to play with the first string or you know the the second D line or whatnot, just just so that they have that experience of playing with these older guys in a real like fast fast paced game speed, um, I think would be would be great. And especially if Goff can throw to them too. I I know I'm not saying Force is bad or Bowers is bad or anything, but. If you have to go in, especially on offense and you're a wide receiver and whatnot, you want to be able to practice or at least know how your quarterback that's going to be throwing to you plays rather than playing with the backup and that entire second string offense. So I do hope they mix it up a bit in practice this week. Give the guys a day or two off and then, you know, once they're fully recovered, let them get this loss off their mind first and then just get back to work. Although, granted... You know, talking after talking to and interviewing some of these guys, some of these guys probably might have gotten back to work. You know, we record this on Sunday, probably this morning. Yeah. So. Going, doing their icing and treatment and all yeah, that stuff, lifting callus- weights. Yeah, their basic calisthenics, you know, yeah. stretching out their body and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, let's. Yeah. Uh, let, me, uh, let me go with another thing then. Uh, who needs to step up in the second half of the season? Uh, let's see. I'm going to make a prediction here. Hopefully, Daniel Lasco can get healthy for the first part. But if I'm going to pick a guy to step up, it's going to... This is going to be... Drum drum roll. roll. Uh, I'm going to say Bryce Treggs. Okay. He's... I mean, he's he's had his moments. He's Mm -hmm. made a lot of plays, like that catch against Washington. That's... High degree of difficulty, but and that Washington State seam route touchdown. Yeah, no, I I don't know. I just I've always expected a big, a couple big games from him so far. He hasn't quite had that yet, and I expect some more breakout performances if teams are going to cover Kenny like they have been. Yeah, I mean, I like I love Bryce. Um, he's a, he's an awesome guy. Um, he's a standout guy. He you know he sacrifices a lot for the team. Um, a yeah, lot. That, that is true. Um, when you've got essentially six guys in your wide receiving rotation yeah. with uh, Lawler, Treggs, Davis, Harris, Anderson, and Powell, it's tough to get one guy specifically catches. And yeah. I mean, Kenny's the number one dude. So yeah. Treggs needs to step up, get to be the kind of guy that's always open because he usually is. Yeah. He doesn't have to listen to me about what I'm about to say, but I think Bryce Treggs, you can be a little bit more selfish. Yeah. You can you can ask for the ball on certain plays. I mean, I don't know what goes on in that hole. Heck, you made Zach Maynard look good. Yeah. That says a lot. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, him and him and Keenan did a pretty good job. And Chris Harper a little yeah, bit, yeah. too. <laughs> Harper was excellent, actually. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Anyone on the defensive side? Uh, defensively... Mustafa Jaleel's been injured, so I don't think it's really fair to talk about him. Yeah. But just our linebackers, Hardy. Yeah. Even though he had 11 tackles yesterday, he seemed just a little slow. Yeah. And if he can get back there, just step faster. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, it's we're nitpicking. <laughs> they've, totally. They've played out of their mind they're like the best <laughs> it's the best they've been since yeah. we've seen them for a while yeah so if the, any of the defensive guys are listening to this we are nitpicking at here we you guys are awesome you guys have played amazing and so. i mean neither of us have played d- defense on a division one level so yeah i don't think any of us have, both of us are pretty tall we're pretty big guys but yeah no we don't have the agility nor the speed nor the strength i think my i think 
I think my finger would break just trying to intercept a ball. I mean, I played linebacker in high school, but the speed is so much different. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, one more thing, I guess. Uh, changes or adjustments that are necessary to the team for the latter half of the season. I don't know. Any, I think. Nothing? I can't think of what we can do differently. I think just keeping on with the system, keep practicing, making your reads, 10,000 hours. You're really pushing that, that 10,000 hour thing, right? No, I just thought of it this morning and I'm thinking stuck to you. that's why he's good and it's a good book though. I recommend it for anyone who wants to read it. But it's worthwhile to just keep doing it. Repetition, that's what makes the Tony Franklin system better yeah. every single time. And a picture of Peyton Manning in this office. Yeah. That probably makes it better too. Yeah. All right. Um, since it's halfway through the season, uh, your prediction for the second half? We can win every single game we've got left on the schedule. Is that a hot take or is that like your true prediction? I believe that we can. I don't think we will. You know what? I think we can win. Let's say I think we're going to go nine and three. We're okay. going to win four out of the next six. Four out of the next six. Okay. So the the four wins comes from, I'm assuming, the Oregon State game. Uh, the Arizona State game. Oregon State, Arizona State. And we win two out of Oregon, USC, UCLA. And Stanford. And Stanford. I'm picking us to beat Oregon and USC. Oh, wow. I don't know about UCLA because they've been kind of flip-floppy between DirecTV, Josh Rosen, and Cable, Josh Rosen. But yeah. And plus we're playing in the Rose Bowl, too. So which that's... we haven't beaten them. Well, we beat them in 2009. Yeah. But... That was basically Javed Best doing his best impression of the Whirling Dervish. Yep. Tasmanian Devil. Yep. Um, so yeah. Go I back think. and watch that 93-yard run against UCLA in 2009. That's still incredible to me because he got no push from the offensive line. He just goes on a sweep and goes back, and somehow Kevin Riley gets downfield to lay a block for him <laughs> about 30 yards downfield. It's a thank you moment. This is just... It was. It's. It's still in my mind. Yeah. How amazing, Javid Best is. Which, by the way, we would love to have you on our show, Javid. If you're listening yeah. to this, which he probably isn't, but um, we would love to have you on our show. Yeah. That would be quite amazing. Um. All right. Uh. So, I guess that's it in terms of football talk. Yeah. Um. Just some other sports talk. I believe this is. These are some of the scores from last week. These are. I was not able to update. My internet was not working, and I wasn't able to get the scores from the other um, sports. Oh, well. We're good at soccer. We're good at water polo. We're not as good at volleyball. Oh, Field hockey. Eh. Oh, we just started our rugby season. Oh. Um, so we'll have a national championship this year, people. <laughs> They're good. And the, um, the and Hoops Hysteria is still this upcoming Friday, Friday, too. Which is, I think, the 16th. 16th. Um, I'm, I was... Uh, from the email I received, it does start at 7 mm-hmm. in Speaker Plaza, and mm. it moves on into the gym at 8. Okay. Um, so you can come. I think they're giving away free stuff. They, I think they'll have booths set up. It's it's basically like a like a fan day just with the basketball team, because the basketball team wasn't at um, Cal Fan Day this year since they were in Australia. Yeah. Um, so I think this is... Or also, it's not just the men's. The women's team will also be there. Yeah, and they're they're a really good team. Uh, Coach Gottlieb's done an excellent job. Yeah, this ladies. Granted, we do. I don't want to. Uh, we don't have to really talk about it because I don't know what went on. But we did dismiss one of our women's yeah, basketball Mercedes players. Mercedes Jefflow. Yeah, which uh, she played really outstanding last year. So yeah, it's a it's, tough loss. Tough, tough loss. But it had to be done. I mean, we've had that issue. We had that issue with baseball as well, where we lost Lucas Ersig, who's yep. one of the better hitting and pitching players. Yeah. But it's that Ersig was for academics. Yeah. But I don't know what Jeffalo's for. Maybe yeah, I don't the think, same. I don't think they were, they don't they haven't talked about it yet. You so. have to keep your academics up if you want to play. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line because student Stone athlete. Cold said so. <laughs> Um, and then also, uh, what's it? Oh, uh, Pac-12 Media Days for basketball is yes. this week. Um, on Wednesday, it will be the women's, and on Thursday, it'll be the men's. Trace and I, actually, at least I will be it's there. It's a bit on, of a maybe for me. Yeah, uh, but at least I will be there on Thursday. Uh, if you have any questions that you want me to ask um, any of the 
uh, Pac-12 coaches or players. Um, I believe a list is online in terms of which players are coming. But for Cal, of course, it's Coach Conzo and Tyrone Wallace. So, um, so you, yeah, uh, I also believe it's uh, Josh Scott for um, for Colorado. That's Colorado and Caleb Tarduski for Arizona. Oh, I hate that guy. Um, and but I don't know who the other players are. I, I didn't um, fully look at the list. Uh, but yeah, if you have any questions, uh, just tweet at me. Um, is Lorenzo Romar still at Washington? He is. Wow. Yeah. How is that guy still there? I don't understand. That guy has had so much talent, and he has done so little with it. And he's what? He had a... Nice dude, but yeah, I don't know what his deal is. Upshot dismissed last year, and that, that went to shambles. Um, no. oh, what's his face? Uh, the quarter... Uh, the, Williams Goss yeah. leaves the team, transfers... But Vinoy Overton, who that was a whole fun deal. Yeah, he was a pimp. <laughs> that was one of the my favorite chants to yell at him was "No means no." <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, if you guys want to tweet at me with questions about that, um, I would be happy to look through and see if if you guys have any, you know. I can't say any yeah. obs- ask him any obscene questions or whatnot, but if there's I can do most- that because I have no fear. But actually, no. Dude, we're keeping it professional for this one. Please, please. Yes. We have moved on to the big leagues. We are in iTunes. We got to keep it professional. We're in like the double A of iTunes, but we're not single A. We're not instructional league. No, no, no. we're double. We're double A. You could get called right up to the big show yeah, from yeah. here. Well, we are double A because, and the reason I say double A is because. Um, I'm going to explain this to the listeners too. We can't look at how many views or subscriptions we get, which mm-hmm. is weird because you would be, think that the person who, or at least the person who puts the podcast up, that account would be able to see that, but they don't put any statistics up for podcasts. Um, so the only way I read this online, the only way you can tell if your podcast is doing well is if one, when you go into iTunes and you click podcast, your podcast shows up on that first main page Yeah. or two. You search um, not your podcast name, but what your general podcast is about. Let's say college football or yeah. or uh, the Golden Bears or whatnot, and it's one of the first ones that shows up on your search page. Mm-hmm. Then we're still in, then we're in the big leagues. But if you have to scroll through, we're not in the big leagues. But I will say this: if you look up California Golden and then you just press search, we're like one scroll down. So in that sense, we are triple. We are double A. Yeah, plus double A batteries, most ubiquitous, best ones. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, realize that the microphone can't pick up a wink. So <laughs> yeah, we should. We should. Yeah, we really got to try doing this live at once at one point. Um, you know, either yeah. at Pappy's or the new Bears Lair. Yeah, I haven't been there. I didn't go to the old one either. But that's <laughs> it was destroyed before I. Found the ability to get an ID to get into one of these places, but neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, oh, we were talking about that big news at the beginning. Um, yeah. We tweeted at Mike Silver of uh, ESPN, of Sports Illustrated, of of NFL Yahoo. Network, of Yahoo. Is he on Yahoo as well? He was in the past. Okay. Um, he's NFL analyst, all that good stuff. Uh, he's a huge Cal guy. If you don't follow him, he's our Twitter, one homer in the media, yeah. which is nice yeah. that we have one guy. Yeah, even uh, Stanford has multiple, and they don't even have fans. <laughs> and he, uh, what's he? Yeah, uh, he follows our website. He tweets at us sometimes. If you tweet at him, go please go search him up. He's a he's an awesome dude on Twitter. I love reading his tweets. Uh, and Mike at Mike Silver, uh, we asked him to come onto the show via Twitter, and he said. Uh, and I quote, and "Lol, I quote, I'll do the podcast." Yeah. So we have yet to get back to him about this. Um, yeah, but but, but it's still I'm pretty cool. <laughs> but I, I don't think he would say that without actually thinking about coming on to our podcast at least one point during the season. Yeah. Um, so this week, honestly, we'd probably have to get him in the off season because NFL season's crazy for him. Well, either that or midweek. Yeah. If Sunday. We record on Sunday here, but this this would not work. Sunday no. or Monday night would not work. We might have to do a pre-recording and just in, in put it into yeah. our podcast, which, uh, regardless, is still fun. We get to talk to him over the phone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, please look out for that. Um, maybe we'll we'll upload that as a special just an interview podcast instead of a full-blown full blown one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're looking at that. We also, uh, Trace, we made a new email. We yeah. are no longer on. I saw that. We are no longer on Golden Blogs. Uh, 
because we get a lot of emails to that Golden Blogs email, and it's hard to vet through which ones are sent for our podcast. Yeah. So we made a new one. It's uh, cgbbearcast at gmail.com. Yes. So you, if you want to get in touch with either of us, uh, yeah. you can just email through there. Um, Mostly Rob, because I don't have the password yet. I will tell you the password once this pod, pod is over. Okay, we'll yeah. work on that. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, any other uh, tidbits or anything you want to talk about before uh, we wrap up the show? No, not really. I'm just still a little wiped out emotionally from last night. I mean, what's your thing that you do when you lose? Well, first, I, I walk out on my balcony and I do a Tarzan roar. Ah. Yeah, I, I did that against Arizona last year, um, and I did it again today or last night. Yeah. Um, so there was that. There's that moment. Um, and then afterwards... Um, I'm kind of with you. I play I play a video game. Uh, you, it used to be where I played NCAA football, yeah. and I would just cream that team. That's, whoever I played. That was what I used to do. Yeah, um, but since that's not available, uh, oh, well, the the new Star Wars game. The uh, Battlefront. Yeah, it's on beta right now up until oh, tomorrow. Yeah. So I, I had that downloaded. I've been playing that all weekend, and yesterday, yesterday I went on and I blew up a few AT-ATs. So. Yeah, that, that looks so good. I <laughs> love the Battlefront series. Yeah. So that's what I did. I, I yeah. blew up a whole bunch of robots and, and big walker things. So that was yeah. my thing. Cool. Um, other than your Pokemon, any other? I watch a lot of people hear me make a lot of wrestling references on here. And so you watch wrestling? Yeah, I watch uh, Botchamania actually. <laughs> so there's a lot of in wrestling. A mistake is called a botch. Yeah. So this one guy, this British dude named Matthew. He does this whole series. They're on like their 290th iteration. Jeez. It's 15 minutes of people screwing up moves from WWE down to your local like independent promotion working out of a <laughs> high school gymnasium. That's like seeing one dude in a room filled with me 10, 15 people getting thrown against the ropes. Oh and then the my. bottom rope breaks, so he falls oh. out of the ring. Uh, it's great stuff, and it's usually set to like eight bit music, which oh, oh, that's makes it even more fun. Yeah, yeah. So that definitely kudos does. to him. Um, you know what? Let's wrap up with this one thing. Aaron Rodgers, yes, this past week, yeah, um, talked about Cal. Yeah, um, he likes us. And so, yeah, if you haven't listened to that, it is up on our website. Um, he uh, he was being interviewed before this week's game, and. Um, they asked him, uh, how do you feel about the Bears, you know, or have you watched Jared Goff? He said he hasn't watched Jared Goff, but he's happy for the team that they're 5-0. and um, He also... Were. <laughs> yeah, were. And uh, he also... Oh, this was... I think for me, the best part was he gave that little jab to Mac Brown. Um, he's, he he's said, moved up only one spot. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, uh, they only moved up one spot. Um, uh, I think it's Mac Brown that's voting against them. And uh, he just started. He he himself in the interview too started bursting out in the laughter. So yeah. um, that was pretty cool um, to see. Um, you know, for all the people that say, oh, Aaron doesn't care about Cal. He keeps talking about Butte Community College all the time. Um, and Butte Community College, not a bad place. Yeah. So I mean, so that I mean that's I where don't he, blame him. That's where he started off. You know, so. Is his old coach up there? Yeah. So we, uh, whatever it is, I, he still likes us. I mean, he he says he's never going to wear red in that tweet that he did last year during March Madness. And yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's fine by me. Um, that's, that's a little thank you note to all the Cal fans by saying he's never going to wear red. So yeah, perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that pretty much wraps up the show today. It's a, I mean, we're we're only at about fifty seven minutes here. Uh, it's, <laughs> we there was not much to talk about because we don't have a game next week. Yeah. Um, we can babble on for another three seconds, three minutes, but <laughs> you probably don't need to hear I mean, some incoherent ramblings. If you're listening to the pod so far, like up till now, I'm pretty sure either you're hoping that we say something funny or um, you've already cut us off and we're just talking into an empty, non-playing iPod. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, you can get at me at you know, on Twitter at ad, at rob 11 hwang you can get at trace at trace travers three because three is the best number yeah the number three you don't spell it out just the number three yes um also you can get us at our uh official you know our website twitter at golden blogs you can also read our stuff at californiagoldenblogs.com yes Yes. me and trace we do write stuff for that website yeah i'm gonna have a good one this week 
Oh, really? Yeah, my normal deal is I preview the opponent's offenses, so I'm previewing the bye week's offense. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. It's going to be a lot of satire. So. Once basketball season kicks up, though, you will see a lot of me and Trace up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is I'm sure. usually there yeah. doing the live deals, but yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that I won't have to go to as many of the games as a reporter this year. Well, Maybe we can trade off or something. Yeah, I mean, if because you want to experience the game as a fan. Yeah, I like yelling at people. <laughs> I it brings out the best and the worst in me. Uh, man, it's the best for the home fans. Yeah, the worst for the away team. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um, okay, so that pretty much wraps up our show. Um, please listen to us uh, next week and subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud as well. Yeah, do what you can. Pass it on. Talk to some people about it. Just tell them what we're doing and see if they'll listen. Inflate our numbers. We'll get somewhere, okay? Yeah. Together, we can make this podcast even more great again. Was that supposed to be like a like a, like a triumphant chant? Or Something like, like that. A, like a pump up? I'm never that. An inspirational speech guy. Never right? that inspirational. <laughs> Let me tell you something there. <laughs> We're going to make this great, and you're going to tell people about it, and it's going to be fantastic, all right? Yeah, I don't know if you heard it through there, but but Trace was banging his fist against a table and <laughs> pumping his fist in the air. It's like that episode uh, of uh, The Office where they're teaching Dwight how to speak, and they show him, give him old clips of Mussolini speeches. Oh, yeah, 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 he does. Uh, for the motherland. And he gets a standing <laughs> O, so. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah, so, uh. Yeah, that pretty much wraps up the show. And uh, so, lastly, go Bears. Go Bears. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.